Hi guys, welcome back to another live stream. This is Gian from Experience Philippines. Alam niyo naman, importante importante sa atin ang environment, and we've been doing a lot of um, live streams and interviews with people who are involved in conservation of the environment and our natural resources. And dun naman talaga tayo magbubuhay kung wala yung wala yung mga puno. Wala yung mga halaman, wala yung mga animas. Mawawala rin talagang tayo sa Pilipinas. So, mawawala tayo, mamamatay tayo. So, importante that we have to protect them as part of our also lifestyle and how we have to take care of the environment. So, today, we actually invited two guests, no? But they're not actually based in Manila this time. They're actually based in the province and they took time uh, to join us this evening for the live stream. And they're actually um, two people who are involved in the Haribon Foundation. So, I think many of us actually heard uh, or probably aware of Haribon Foundation. So Haribon Foundation is um, is actually the leader in transforming the biodiversity. They're actually champions of biodiversity in the Philippines. So um, madami sa kanila are actually con uh, conservationists among experts in, in the environment. And tonight we actually have sila Sir Taddy Okay, um, and then Sir David. So Sir Taddy is actually now, it, he's actually based in Batangas now. And si Sir David is actually based in Aklan. So um, both of them have different uh, no, different um, expertise. No? One is in the forest and the other one is about birds. No? So without further ado, let us let me introduce Sir Taddy and Sir David. Hi po, Sir. Mga Hi, magandang gabi. Magandang gabi po. Kamusta po kayo? Kamusta po kayo? Okay naman. Okay naman. <laughs> Yun, marami pong salamat na nagpapasalamat ako on behalf of the team that you guys are taking time to join us and sharing more about Haribon Foundation and what you guys uh, are doing, especially for the environment. No? Um, inisip ko kasi, inisip rin namin na parang timely rin habang, you know, parang, sa, lang, pang, parang yung pandemic na to is more of a reflection time of what we're currently uh, doing or what's happening. Di ba sabi nga nila ang reason kung bakit nagka-pandemic, di ba? Dahil we were interfering with Mother Nature because of the bats and stuff. So that's the reason why we have this, no? And I think that's also very good to also be aware of how we can actually help the environment and improve. And then, then when we go back to the normal lives, let's say, pagkatapos na na-vaccinate na lahat, at least may mga ways tayo para ma-avoid ma or magawa natin ng paraan or mag-improve ang ating mindset in terms of taking care of the environment. Kaya nandito po kayong dalawa. So nagpapasalamat kami. I-share <laughs> niyo yung knowledge niyo about uh, and also what you do in Harry Bowen Foundation. Yan. So yun po. Sige, simulan po natin, sir. Siguro sino gusto mag-volunteer sa ating dalawa? Sa inyong dalawa? Sino gusto mag-una? For introduction. Pakilala mo na tayo. Pakilala mo na tayo. Sige, David. Sige, ako na muna. Ayun na, so ako si David uh, Kipo. Uh, so sa under ako sa Conservation Science and Research Department ng Haribon Foundation. So I specialize naman more on sa wildlife, no? especially sa mga birds. no So uh, ngayon na, nasa aklan ako dahil dito yung uh, yung project ko. No? So dito yung yung ibon na gusto kong protectionan. And uh, uh, yun, so dito lang siya makikita sa sa Panay Island at sa Negros Island. No? So kaya nandito ako ngayon sa Aklan, despite ng pandemic. So nandito pa rin ako sa, ano, so aakit pa rin ako ng bundok. <laughs> malapit din po kayo, so, nasa bundok po kayo or nasa beach side? Malapit kayo sa beach side? Nasa, mas malapit ako sa bundok ngayon. Ayan, so. Ayan, saya. <laughs> Ayan, si Sir, ano, si Sir Taddy naman po. Hi, good evening. Uh, ako po ay forester by profession, ano? 
And uh, I started uh, with Haribon way back in 2010 pa as a research specialist. Then uh, I became a program coordinator ng ating Forest for Life movement. And now as a head of the Natural Resources Management Division of the Site Action, Site Conservation Action Department. So yun. So more on when it comes to forest restoration projects ng Haribon, so tayo yung nag-handle that wow. together with our colleagues. So, siguro ngayon, ako, kasi ako wala pa hong experience. Um, with, I, I've only done like um, uh, like one time lang ako nagkaroon ng opportunity to do a tree planting activity, but it was a private organization. Um, but maybe you can go both explain what exactly the Haribon Foundation, what how, how al, alam ko bata pa ako, narinig ko na yung Haribon Foundation, pero never ako naging really involved in it. But I always thought, actually to be honest, akala ko i- Kaya siya Haribon Foundation kasi na-imagine ko kasi na eagle. Like yung parang yung word na Haribon. Or tama ba ako? Haribon. O oh, makasin may word na mm. ibon eh. So na-associate na na ko lagi siya as the Philippine eagle eh. <laughs> so yun, ano ba yung, ano pa yung history po niya? Uh, well, yung Haribon nag-start siya way back in 1972 pa no? As a bird watching society. So way back then, ang pangalan niya ay Haribon Society. Uh, it is the Philippines' pioneer environmental organization, and uh, we are already celebrating our 49th anniversary this year. Wow, a golden anniversary na! Yes, so, <laughs> so um, yon, in 1983, we became a full-fledged uh, nature conservation organization. And uh, yon, uh, from there on, nagkaroon na kami ng iba-ibang uh, projects. When it comes to conservation, forest restoration, and even uh, assisting uh, people, the forest dependent communities, and uh, iba pang projects from hanggang ngayon. Nice. Yung yung Haribon Foundation ba? Uh, like I think in, during the during our conversation before the live stream, you mentioned that it started out as a bird uh, watching uh, activity. Society. Society, but meaning mm. the people who started it out. Sino nga pala? Sino ba yung nagsimula ng, sino ba yung nagsimula ng Haribon Foundation? Ayun na, so yung mga founders, sa mga founders ng Haribon Foundation, sila Ginigalaw, yung mga uh, Ang, no? so mga Laking, no? yung mga dating, ano mga, so sila yung mga nag-found ng Haribon uh, as bird watchers talaga sila before. No? So before naging full-fledged na, na NGO. No? So, uh, birdwatchers talaga yung mga, yung founders ng Haribon Foundation. And then eventually, uh, na-realize nila na if hindi natin protectionan yung, yung kagubatan, yung environment in general, wala na sila makikita mga ibon sa, sa pag-birdwatching nila. So, kaya naging, nag-shift na sa, from a birdwatching organization, naging non-government organization na sa, for, for uh, environmental protection. So, yun yung halos sa, uh, Cool. But o, o nga naman, kasi I think that's how most of I think any good project, any organization starts starts with their passion project. And if that and at that time, siguro yung yung pag bird watching, uh, suppose yung kung kailan ba nag start kung 50, 1970s pa nagsimula. Siguro yeah. ang dami nang pinagbago from that 1970 to ngayon sa mga ibon. No? May, I'm sure may mga ibon na na. Dumami at may mga ibon na siguro na wala na rin siguro sa Pilipinas at the time, no? Hmm. Oh, tama yun. So, yun nga, yung pag, kahit yung pag-shift lang din ng, ng priorities ng Haribon. So, from ibon lang dati, 
nag-shift na sa forest, nag-shift din sa marine environment. So, iba-ibang aspects ng ng environment no and uh, conservation kasama na yung mga tao so dati puro lang ibon and research and puno ngayon nagsi-shift na din sa social aspect so kailangan kasama natin palagi yung local communities sa uh, conservation work no? so we're gonna... ayo importante nga uh, talaga yung local local communities to be part of the whole process no so yeah. um maybe maybe what we can do um uh, would you like us to share a video of like as a more like a background of Pandemic, water crisis. These problems are growing, but trees grow too. Forests absorb carbon. They're a source of medicine, and watersheds give us water. These are ecosystem services. But today, we are down to 24% forest cover in the Philippines. And various studies have found that we need at least 40 to 50% forest cover to sustain the benefits that forests give us, also called ecosystem services. And now that we are below 40%, climate change, pandemic, and water crisis are terms we will soon become more and more familiar with. So what would happen if every Filipino planted a tree? We would only increase forest cover by 0.3%. But if every Filipino today planted 60 trees, we would reach 40% forest cover, all of us working together to plant forests for life. The Forests for Life movement was started in 2005 as Road to 2020, or Rainforestation Organizations and Advocates. They were composed of researchers, local government units, the academe, NGOs, and individuals who understood the importance of forests. And by using only native trees, or what is called rainforestation, they knew we could bring them back. They found that using fast-growing exotic trees or trees not adapted to Philippine climate, soil, or biodiversity could make things worse. Exotic trees can affect soil quality, preventing other trees from growing, while others are more easily felled during storms and typhoons. But native trees have been here for a very long time. Local and native trees have formed a stronger relationship creating a resilient ecosystem. And we must do more than just plant the right trees. We must also make sure that we plant in the right places. Trees should be planted in forest lands and protected areas. We must also plant mangrove forests to protect us from storms. And all of these planting sites must be monitored until they mature to become life-giving forests. The Forests for Life movement today has planted over 1 million native tree seedlings with the help of over 15,000 volunteers, 30 municipalities, and more than 150 corporate sponsors. They have this activity wherein they're taking care of the watershed so that the whole of Metro Manila, which gets their water here, is going to be able to supply it to the rest of the population. Uh, we feel that we need to give back to nature and it's the best way to help nature to plant trees. So as my birthday outreach, ininvite ko yung mga kaibigan ko sa puto yung seedlings nila, punta sila dito, tapos syempre may freelance sila after na <laughs> planting kami. Thanks to more than a dozen community partners, Filipinos planted over 22,000 hectares of forests over the years. But we need more support. Adopt the seedling, adopt the forest, or enroll your planting site. By adopting a seedling, you not only plant a tree, but you support local communities who monitor the newly planted trees. 
For an entire three years, the sites are checked and maintained until the trees can mature on their own. You can also adopt an entire forest. Organizations, companies, and others are encouraged to adopt the lot, plot, hectare, or an entire forest. Or you can enroll your planting site. If you or someone you know has an initiative to plant native trees, simply enroll the site and join the movement. It truly takes a village to raise a forest, and with your help and support, the entire country can help bring forests back. Join the Forests for Life movement today. Visit harabon.org.ph slash forestsforlife or follow the Harabon Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Galing! May tanong ako. Sabi, dami ko ng tanong kagad na isip kagad sa ano, para sa... <laughs> yung, yung, alam mo, yung pinakita mo kasi yung kaninang puno na there are only four, four trees that are native to us. And then uh-huh. there are other trees that are not native but people still plant. Like yung mga nandisya, yung mga exotic trees. Paano yeah. malalaman kung, I mean, uh, paano kung naka... I think yung question ko na is, where, one, where do you get the, the native trees? To where where do you plant? Where do you find the forests where you can actually plant them? Um, yeah. And then how do you, logistically how do you uh, work it out? Kung if coming from Metro Manila and they want to help out, uh, how how can they actually uh, how can people help out in the process? Yeah, um, actually in all our projects, sure, we have partner na local communities. And uh, they are the ones na talagang uh, kabisado nila yung lugar. And uh, since Haribon is also a, um, a science organization, science-based organization, we have a, a wide list of the native trees uh, for particular areas. And yeah. uh, before before a, a project starts, talaga nakakaroon kami ng survey. Uh, we identify the mother trees na uh, good quality para yun na rin yung pagkukunan ng mga community partners natin, ng mga seedlings or widelings na ito yung mga ipaplant doon sa mga adjacent restoration sites. And um, of course, uh, everyone is invited to join the Forest for Life movement. Actually, it's a, a movement. Kumbaga, isa Tagalog, sama-samang pagkilos para maibalik natin yung mga nawalang kagubatan sa ating bansa. And since yung forest talaga provides all that we need, di ba? Uh, without the forest, wala tayong, wala tayong water. Di ba? Wala, walang oh, fresh kasi air. Kasi na-stress ako dun sa, sa, sa first part ng video, parang 24% na lang, tapos kailangan mo 40%. And the only way to reach the 40% is that if every single Filipino plants 60 trees. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like 110, Filipi- 110, Fili- 110 million 100, Filipinos. Yeah. So, ganun kadaming puno kailangan i-plant? Yes. Uh, actually, yung sinasabing 40% that is equivalent to three, uh, 12 million hectares. And uh, in in most of the projects of Haribon, talagang inire-relate namin yung forest sa water, di ba? So water comes from our watersheds. And yung watershed naman, hindi siya magpa-function ng normal, ng normal kung wala namang sufficient na forest cover, di ba? So ganon. Uh, and... Uh, since we are advocating the rainforestation technology or in layman's term, yung uh, paggamit ng mga native, native trees natin, uh, with this, we are also teaching the, the, the volunteers 
kung ano yung mga varieties ng trees na katulad ng nabanggit mo kanina, no? And uh, kasi most actually in reality most of the most of the people, although not all, ay mas kilala po yung exotic trees na makikita mo kung saan-saan sa, sa urban areas. But with uh, with our ano uh, native trees, hindi lang dapat sila yung itinatanim natin sa forest. We can also plant them in the urban setting considering yung mga uh, requirements nila sa environment po pwede yon. O kasi yung kanina yung 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 uh, minention mo yung medyo na ano ko dun sa 40%. How do you know that which area is actually needing trees? If do you, like do you guys have like a parang a topographical a geographical map na alimot area na wala na talagang uh, puno na kailangan yeah. dun tayo naka-focus? Yeah, actually sa 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 kahit sa Google Earth kita mo naman yung areas talaga na walang walang puno ano. Uh, and even siyempre nagkakaroon niya ng actual survey sa, sa sa lugar. That is the best way how to confirm kung talagang kailangan talaga ng forest restoration dun sa site. Na we also do some interviews kung uh, gano gano kalawak yung forest sa isang lugar noong mga naunang panahon, di ba? Para at least we, we can make sure na this yung lugar na yon ay dating forested na ngayon ay hindi na forested. So yun yung mga dapat na binabalik natin yung mga forest areas. Yung 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 four native trees ba na yan? Ano sila mabilis mabilis sila lumaki? Uh, compared to yes. compared to uh, Actually sa dami ng uh, varieties ng native trees, merong mabilis, meron ding talagang mabagal na lumaki. No. And uh, siyempre, iba-iba rin yung, yung, yung qualities ng native trees. But uh, yung native trees talaga ang uh, masasabi namin na we recommend the use of native trees kasi sila yung mga original forest cover dito sa ating bansa. Mm-hmm. Ah, yun ang na-mention mo kanina na sila yung, uli- sila yung mga unang-unang before us. Pero <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. so since pinag-uusapan natin yung mga percentage ng forest natin, no? kung iisipin mo, 24% almost 24% na lang yung natitira natin. Pero iisipin din natin kung gano'ng kalaki yung nawala sa atin. At the start Uh-oh. ng 19th uh, century, halos buong Pilipinas, 87%, ako hindi ako nagkakamali, 87% hmm. ng buong Pilipinas, puro gubat yan. Hmm. So ngayon, we're down to about 24%. So iisipin mo kung anong mangyayari sa mga puno before. No? So yun oh, yung sad reality natin. Tama, 70% yun. Ah, no, sorry, 60% yun nawala. Oh, alas yeah. ganun. Halos 70% ang, mm. ang nawala. Kasi parang early 1900s, nasa um, 21 or 29 million hectares. 21, yung, pa, yung forest natin in early 1900s. So, yeah. Parang napaka-imposible yata ang Maori forest lahat yata. That's like 19. <laughs> Ayan ba siya? Like, I, mean, I don't know, like in our lifetime, kailangan ba in a lifetime yan? Or like, or kung lahat tayo nag-decide ngayon, nag-sinabihan, minandate lahat ng mga tao at Pilipino na, oi guys, mag-plant kayo lahat. Lahat ng 110 million Pilipino, mag-plant kayo ng 63. Uh, I mean, matatapos kaya yun in that? Uh, maybe, baka hindi matapos pa rin, pero iba pa rin talaga kapag uh, each individual uh, concerned citizen ay talagang magtatanim seriously ng puno. At hindi lang tanim. Ang mahalaga kasi yan, after planting, madali ang magtanim eh, pero how do you... Mun- how do you maintain na mabubuhay yeah, yeah, yung yeah. puno after, yes, after several years? Yun ang mahirap doon. 
Challenging pala magtanim ng puno. And syempre, yung, yung reality naman kasi ngayon, yung mga lugar na in the past 100 years, iba na yung ngayon eh. Yung dati, may mga, may, yung kabundukan natin, may mga gubat pa talaga. Ngayon, na-convert na sa iba-ibang uses, naging farmlands, naging kung ano-ano. Kahit yung mga sa lowland areas natin, kahit sabihin na lang natin na sa Metro Manila, nung, nung time ng mga 100 years ago, may madami pang area sa Metro Manila na halos gubat pa din talaga. Compared ngayon, so hindi mo na mababalik talaga yung ganun. Hmm. True. So parang nagbago na yung land use niya compared sa dati. Hmm. Pero yung sa Haribon, you guys you, did you do you guys have identified like where and where the areas are? Like kunyari pag may nag-volunteer like oh, okay gusto na yung mag-plant mag-plant ng trees. Alam niya na kaagad kung saan? Ah, yes. Oo. Uh, kasi prior to starting a, a project, a forest restoration project, andiyan talaga yung ano, yung partnership with the uh, LGU, local government unit. Uh, of course, usually sa sa DNR or any uh, government agency that really focuses on watershed. Um, so yon. Uh, when we plant, of course, we prioritize uh, for now y- yung mga protected areas. Kasi merong uh, legal advantage pag doon ka nagtanim. Pag nagtanim ka doon, oh, syempre yes, bawal, yes. bawal putulin. And we are not planting just for the sake of uh, planting or for uh, for other purposes. So yung, yung primary concern natin ay yung nabanggit kanina doon sa video na ecosystem services, di ba? Uh, like yung water, fresh air, yung mga basic needs ng tao para mabuhay, yun dapat yung inuuna natin na uh, purpose of how to uh, establish more or restore more forests. Sir, pwede na ako, yung, yung, sa, yung sa, if you're going to identify like the top five or top three na places where would where where would those places na kailangan i forest ngayon um actually kalatche uh, marami uh, sa sa mindanao marami marami rin dito sa luzon uh, sa sierra madre mountains and uh, actually maraming uh, kalat-kalat na lugar uh, ang, ang kailangan lang talaga yung ano yung yung um, concerted efforts yung partnership para mataniman yung mga lugar na ito um, since um, in in reality mara, may mga may mga napuputol pa rin puno eh uh, ah, siguro kasi illegal lag feeling ko sa illegal lagging niya yeah yeah yung mga timber poaching mm-hmm. mga timber poaching na sina, tinatawag natin oh Okay, kasi connecting it, connecting yung ginagawa niyo, Sir David, no? kasi nga, if you lose, aside from uh, maintaining the balance of the ecosystem, it's also the animals who are actually part of the whole ecosystem rin. Kasi the moment that these, as we go lower and lower in percentage, mm-hmm. the, the, yung mga ibon that are endemic or that's actually part of our uh, natural resources will also disappear no? and that also affects the entire uh parang ano the life cycle ng mga ng, ng buong yeah, ecosystem yeah. Mm-hmm. ayun yung buong biodiversity in general yung naaapektuhan hindi lang yung ibon hindi lang yung certain species yung buong biodiversity lahat ng may buhay sa ating kagubatan naaapektuhan once na wala yung kanilang habitat actually yun yung yung habitat loss yung pagkawala ng kagubatan natin yun yung pinaka major na threat sa lahat ng wildlife natin eh sa especially sa forest habitats no 
So yun talaga yung yung pinakamalaking threat na kinakaharap ng ating mga wildlife sa ating kagulatan. So ayun, yun yung sad na reality natin na na kinaharap. But still, we can we can work things together, no? Pero hindi pa, pa naman hopeless, no, Sir Taddy, Sir David. Hindi pa naman tayo hopeless case, no? Like, may pag-asa pa naman siguro, no? Like, hindi pa naman tayo, like, inisip ko parang there's a no, point of no return na ba tayo? O ganun ba yung dating? Parang pinili ko parang apokalypse na nangyayari. Siyempre, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dapat uh, positive lagi, no? Although in reality, talagang napakalaki na nung walang forest sa atin. Pero kung hindi tayo mag-aact ngayon, Uh, lalong uh, mas uh, grabe yung sasapitin, hindi lang natin, kundi yung mga uh, mga succeeding uh, generations, generations after natin. So, pero is there improvement po now, considering that there's a concerted effort in terms of tree planting by organizations, by Haribon, and may, mga, may nag, nag-improve na ba tayo or may masyado pa? Uh, actually, may improvement, pero sa tingin namin, medyo mas malaki pa yung kailangan gawin. Diba? So, yes, andyan, yes, naman yes. Yung, andyan naman yung government na laging may mga, uh, may mga greening projects, greening uh, programs, di ba? And I think almost all of the ano, uh, yung past administrations, may kanya-kanya silang greening uh, programs and projects. Um, ang mahalaga lang talaga is uh, yung uh, kailangan yung ownership ng mga local people to, to protect yung mga kataniman. Na, na puno, not just uh, plant and forget, but uh, plant and maintain until maging puno talaga. Eh. Hmm. Oo, oh, kasi kahit ganun ako nga kung gano'ng katagal lumaki yung puno, kasi di naman, di naman pag busy mo sa umaga, pag bispangon, uy, may malaking puno na. Takes <laughs> <laughs> decades, decades yan, no? decades yung mga laki ng puno yeah. ng mga... Oh, and pinili ko nga, pinili ko nga patay na tayo by the time mala, may forest na yan. <laughs> Pag gano'n parang pinili ko, gano'n katagal siguro yung puno. Ayan, plant and maintain. Um, sir, ano pala, may, you want, when you wanna share also the video of the, like, the, yung kanya pinag-usapan, yung birds? Gusto nyo pakita? Sure. Sige, sige, sige. Parang may ano sila, parang, I think kasi para sa akin, it's all connected and all, it's all part of each other and that people have to be aware that one cannot be without the other. Yes, correct. Meet the Dulungan Hornbill. It is one of 10 hornbills uniquely found in the Philippines, named after their horn-shaped bills. And it is one of three hornbills in the world that is critically endangered. This means that they are at risk of becoming extinct or disappearing forever. Two critically endangered hornbills can be found in the Philippines, including the Dulungan. The Dulungan was once found in Guimaras, Panay, and Negros. Unfortunately, it can no longer be found in Guimaras. They might be hard to find now, but it is easy to know if you see them. The male has a red head and orange or yellow skin, while the female is similar but with a black head and skin tinged with blue. Once a pair likes each other, they have to search the forest for the best place to nest. Unlike other birds, hornbills raise their young in the holes of trees, which are not easy to find. But once a love nest is found, they seal the hole to protect the family from predators and a small opening is left so that the male can feed the family. While the female watches the chicks 24 hours a day, the male has to search far and wide for food for the growing family. He also eats as he goes and drops some of the seeds along the way, making the Dulungan a farmer of our forests. He searches for fruit, lizards, and insects and stores them in a special area in his neck called the gular pouch. Can you guess how many items he can fit in his body? 
10 20 20 ako 20 20 15 He can fit more than 15 items But researchers have found it can fit up to 66 items at one time Unfortunately, we are now down to 23.89% of original forest in the Philippines. And in Panay, where the Dulungan lives, the forest is down to 8%. Logging of forest and hunting of Dulungan still happens. But what can we do to help? Do not hunt or kill wild birds. Protect trees in the forest. Plant native trees. Support the Harabon Foundation. Harabon is now working with the National Grid Corporation of the Philippines to raise awareness and conserve the Dulungan Hornbill. Have you seen the Dulungan? If you see them, let your local DENR Senro office know. If you or your organization wants to help, visit harabon.org.ph and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Sir, sir, David, 8% na lang? Yes, in Panay, 8% na lang yung natitira dito sa amin. Pero in total sa Philippines, ilan na lang sila? Well, yun nga, yung uh, since nga nasa Negros and Panay na lang sila natitira ngayon, probably mga, yung estimate ng bird life mga around 2,000-something individuals. No? So, uh, for their range, konti na lang din yun. Kaya, ngayon, critically endangered na din yung mga dulungan. So... As may, ka, parang, parang katulad sila ng Philippine Eagle na critically endangered na din. Uh, since, since Negros and Panay na lang sila nakikita and uh, yung habitat nila na halos nawawala na din. Sa Negros actually mas konti. Actually yung bird life, uh, akala ng most of the researchers before, uh, nawala na talaga sa Negros until a few years back na may ilang individuals na nakita. So... Uh, may hope na baka mas madami pa. Pero mas konti yung bubat sa Negros eh. So that's why halos dito sa Panay, na lang talaga yung most of the observations. Okay. Yung sinabi mo, wala lang gubat, uh, konti na lang gubat sa Negros, is it because of uh, development? Or because of uh, illegal logging? Or, or most well, of the mad development? Madaming, madaming factors. No? Yung Negros kasi uh, malaki, malaki yung sugar industry. So halos hanggang sa mga uh, kabudukan nila, may mga sugar sugarcane plantation din doon. And madali yung access kasi sa mga bundok sa, sa Negros eh. Dito sa Panay naman, mahaba yung bundok and medyo liblib, malayo sa kalsada. So, mahirap yung access. That's why, probably one of the reasons na, na hindi pa ganun halos, na hindi pa ganun kaya naubos yung kagubatan dito. Pero, 8%, sobrang konti na lang din yan. <laughs> oh, 8%, konti na lang yun ah. Every time nag-episode tayo na ganyan, lalo ko na, na parang stress out ako kasi parang feeling ko parang uh, ang, dami, ang daming pwedeng mangyari potentially like sa, mm. sa, sa Philippines. I mean, considering nasa global pandemic pa dagdag, tapos dadagdag mo pa yung, yung environmental mm. impact ng ganito na oh, may mga, mga, mga it effects. I think it mm. will affect everyone in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So in, in your is that the reason why both of you have been staying in the organization for for um this long time? Like 
9 years, 10 years. Ako yung ano kasi yung since na very close sa, sa heart ko din yung yung ibo na yan eh. kasi since taga dito ako sa Panay and uh, sa Panay lang din sila ma- halos makikita ngayon. Parang pride na din sa akin yan na I'm working uh, for the conservation of this uh, special species of bird no na, na dito lang makikita sa amin. And uh, syempre, nang nag-start ako sa Haribon, yun na din yung tinutukan ko na ibon. Eh. So, for the longest time, halos uh, hornbills talaga yung, yung pinagtatabawang ko. So, kaya medyo uh, napakalapit sa akin sa yung, yung ibon na yun. Uh, di ba may pinakita kanina na ano? May, may slides kayo na about... Yung ba yung slides kanina ng hornbill? Yung ba yung... Ay, yung mga photos, yeah. Mga photos. Mm. Di ba, are you part of ano ba? You're a photographer ba by profession rin, sir? Yeah, actually, kung mapakita natin, yung mga photos na yun, ako yung kumuha na. <laughs> yung Uy, tignan na natin. Uh, Pero ano talaga kayo? Uh, as in, photographer talaga kayo? <clears throat> well, uh, naging photographer dahil sa trabaho. Pero nag-start ako sa Aribon, medyo hindi din ako ganun ka... maalam sa bird photography. Pero siyempre, natutunan din natin yan. And itong, itong picture na to, as, as mentioned sa video kanina, sa, sa, sa butas, no, sa mga puno, uh, may butas doon, doon, nag, doon nag-breed or doon nag, yun yung nest ng mga hornbills. No? So ito, example ng, ng nest hole na binabalikan ng mga males. No? So during the breeding season, uh, yung female papasok doon sa butas ng puno Doon, uh, into sa yung sarili niya. So, mag-shed off siya ng kanyang mga feathers. And the entire breeding season, no, two, uh, three, four months, andun na siya sa loob, no? And then, dependent siya sa male hornbills. Ito yung nasa labas. Yan yung male. Sa for food, no? So, lahat ng pagkain nila hanggang mga itlog na, hanggang mapisana yung itlog, hanggang may fledglings na, uh, yung male na hornbill yung nagpapakain sa kanila. So, ganyan ka-loyal yung yung hornbill, yung male na hornbill yung tulungan na. So, ano sila, ano? Uh, 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 parang permanently sila yung mag-asawa? Then, parang hmm. so, as long as uh, monogamous din yung mga yung tulungan na. So, as long as buhay pa yung partner nila, uh, stick to one sila. <laughs> stick to one? Buti pa uh, yung mga i- <laughs> <laughs> Buti pa yung mga ibon, stick to one. Hmm. <laughs> So unfortunately, pag, uh, kalimbawa, during the breeding season, pag hinant natin itong male na nasa labas, syempre wala na magpapakain sa mga female sa loob. So mamamatay lang din sila eventually. So, uh, so kaya, kaya kailangan protection din natin yung, yung mga male na hornbills during the breeding season. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, during the breeding season, susceptible din yung mga female na mga hornbills sa loob ng nest. So prone sila sa mga nest poaching. So mm-hmm. minsan may mga locals na alam nila kung saan yung mga nest ng mga hornbills eh. So during that time, uh, kung aabangan uh, nila kung wala yung male na hornbill, aakatin uh, nila yung puno, dudukutin dun yung mga yung mga ibon sa loob, bibenta or kakainin, mga ganun. So uh, madaming factors no, kung bakit uh, nawawala din yung or nauubos din sila. <clears throat> Kita pa na ano, ang ganda ng itsura ng, ang ganda ng itsura ng male, no, compared sa female. Yung nasabi din na lahat daw, kala mo yung mga ibon daw, pag the, malalaman mo, if, if malalaman mo daw if they're male, it's sila yung pinakamaganda itsura compared oh, sa, mas makulay. Mas makulay. Mm-hmm. Yung, yung, Ito yung female. Uh, ah, yun yung female. Yung rufus na term, rufus headed hornbill yung English name niya. So yung rufus na term, 
uh, ginagamit yan sa bird studies na reddish brown na kulay. So rufous headed so red, reddish brown yung yung kulay ng ulo ng corgi. So yung sa male yun. So mas mas prominent kasi yung sa male. So kaya yun yung tinawag sa kanila. Yung females naman mas mas more medyo black lang yung buong katawan niya. Oh, and uh, Yan. Sabi yung mas, mas may tsura talaga ang mga male, no? <laughs> Yan, yung next photo. Ayan, yung mga gubat dyan sa ano, mga habitat this is in, nila. No, no? This, is in, this is in ano na, no? This is in uh, Aklan. Ah, this one is in Aklan, no? So, ganyan ka, pag nagsasurvey kami, uh, ganyan ka lush yung mga forest na makikita namin. Pag nasa primary habitat na talaga nila. Pero pag medyo nasa labas pa, syempre may makikita ka ding mga dis- uh, habitat okay. destruction. Mm-hmm. Pero yan, halos yung lahat na makikita mong puno dyan, native trees na lahat yan. Since nasa primary forest ka na yan, wala nang ano, ng mga tao. Pag nakatanim ka ba ng non- non-native tree, delikado ba yun? Um, well, may, may, may epekto sa environment, syempre, yung uh, exotic trees, di ba? Um, may tinatawag tayo kasi kapag, uh, for example, uh, yung one of the common uh, exotic tree dito sa atin, yung mahogany and, uh, and also acacia tree, uh, these are uh, introduced species. So, pag nagtanim ka ng, for example, when you see a big acacia tree, halos wala ka nang makikita ng ibang puno sa ilalim niya. Uh, and, uh, siyempre, hindi ganun yung kailangan ng ating biodiversity. So, the more, uh, the more species ang matanim natin sa isang lugar, uh, the better, di ba? Uh, in fact, in, in every tree planting activity of Haribon, in every uh, tree planting activity, we have a minimum requirement of uh, 10 varieties of native trees ang kailangan itanim. So, hindi lang, actually, may, may, may question kanina si Mamdiya, no? Yeah, Is yeah, there yeah. A, a particular tree na pwede bang i-plant uh, one species? Uh, actually, yun, yun yung sagot doon. So, kailangan pag nagtanim tayo, hindi lang isang variety ng tree. So, kasi kapag uh, isang variety lang, for example, wag naman, wag na, na-peste siya, lahat yun, mapepeste yun kasi iisang variety ng tree yun. Pero kapag uh, maraming uh, uh, iba-ibang klaseng puno, so iba-iba yung, ano, kumbaga, hindi lahat siya mapepeste. Um, it depends on the varieties. And uh, kahit yung mga, yung mga birds natin, they have wide options kung saan sila pwedeng kumain ng mga prutas kapag maraming varieties of trees. Yung question ako doon sa variety. So in other words, the more, parang may, ano, may, may para ba saan yan? Parang may combo. May parang pang, pang, pang Jollibee meal, no? parang Jollibee makakas. <laughs> combo meal ka pala. May kailangan talaga, combo talaga siya. Oo. Oh, oh, oh. Kasi kapag isang species lang, parang plantation type yun. Mm. Ay, ang, natu- ang natural forest naman, hindi yeah, naman yeah, plantation yeah. yan eh. Tatawa, parang coconut tree na coconut plantation eh. coconut lang yung mga nandun. Chick-point question ko, coconut ba isa 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 is good also for the environment ba? Uh, it depends on the on the area and the land use. Kung agricultural siya, doon talaga siya. 
Pero okay. kung uh, ano yan, kung, kung natural forest siya, siya kung primary yun. forest siya, hindi, hindi rin siya magsusurvive doon eh, kasi sa lower elevation siya nabubuhay. Y- yung minansya mo kanya na doon sa acacia tree, the reason why, the reason why hindi tumutubo yung ibang trees underneath it, kasi ano siya, uh, selfish, lahat ng lahat ng nutrients kanya lang, ganun ba yun? Or because it, it, it eats so much or takes so much water or nutrients that no other tree can survive. Yes, uh, actually parang ena eh, nagbibigay siya ng uh, allelopathic effect, di ba? Yung parang pag nabuhay yung isang puno, uh, may mga may mga chemicals or other substances na nagiging detrimental naman sa ibang puno. And also oh. an- another effect din yan, uh, yung yung, iba, yung trees natin kailangan na, ng sunlight yan. Pero kapag yung acacia tree, di ba, pag sobrang habong siya, sobrang shade yung binibigay niya, hindi na mabubuhay yung ibang puno uh, na katabi niya. Um, actually, like dito sa tabi ng bahay ko, may isang may isang acacia tree na malaki, tapos may isang balit bitan na puno, natanim ko pa since 2003, so malaki na rin parehas. Kitang-kita ko yung pagkakaiba ng dalawa eh. Halos every 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. ang dami-daming ibon doon sa balitbitan, which is a native tree. Pero doon sa acacia tree, wala talagang uh, ibon na dumadapo kahit pag ganong kalago yung, ano niya, yung, uh, yung dahon niya. Question ako, okay. Medyo na ano ako doon. But any, every tree is important, tama? Yes. Uh, Pero, but you cannot, uh, but the, bakit, bakit, bakit meron tayong acacia tree? I mean, bakit nagbibigay pa rin na acacia tree? I mean, bakit pa nag, nag, meron pa rin nag, napaplant na gano'n kung alam nila na hindi na pwede ay hindi well, siya okay? In, yeah, in fact, napaplant nila yon dahil most probably hindi, hindi nila alam. So, ganun, ah, ganun kahalaga yung, ano, yung education uh, na pwede natin i-share. Kasi kalimita naman, hindi naman talaga aware yung, yung iba dun sa importance of planting native trees. Tapos, Siyempre, madali pa nilang makuha yung yung seeds na acacia tree, yun ay ipa-plant nila. Yung yung ano ba, yung uh, tao dito, yung um, acacia or the, na exotic trees, is there a purpose for them na saan sila pwede i-plant lang? Kunyari, may meron na tayo dito. Or talagang ne, don't, you don't recommend na i-plant yung mga acacia or any other tree? Well, well with regards to Haribon, we really recommend all all native trees. Although yung iba naman, nagpa-plant sa kanilang sariling private sa private land nila ng ng, uh, uh, ng mga exotic trees but kailangan talaga malayo siya doon sa mga natural forest kasi yung uh, ibang gets, native gets, trees gets, are invasive madaling gets, gets. madaling dumami so yun yung yun yung threat doon kapag maraming uh, exotic trees natatalo niya yung mga native trees yung sa, uh, yung okay, sa ano kasi sa uh, sa planting no sa well kasi pinag-uusapan natin yung mga uh, exotic na mga species no inintroduce kasi sila primarily for production eh so hindi naman sila inintroduce for for restoring the forest mas mas production talaga yung ano titingnan mo yung mga mahogany sobrang straight nila mga gemelina medyo mga tapos medyo mabilis tumubo for production pero when it comes to Oh, mga ganun or other uses. So, di lang furniture na. So, mas yun talaga yung drive ng mga exotic na species na kayain yun sa doon sa Pilipinas. Pero kung isipin mo yung uh, pag-restore talaga ng forest sa natural na, na 
or sa original na state, hindi hindi ano, hindi exotic species. Yeah. Saan galing po yung acacia in Jenilina? Saan po galing sila? Saan, saan sila endemic naman talaga? Usually sa ano, South America sila galing. Layo na pinunta nila dito. Yes, oo. Oh, actually, kumbaga during the ano, uh, even in the Spanish period, dala-dala nila yan dito. Sa yung American period, dala din nila yung mga mga buto ng mga punong ito. Ah, so, so introduced talaga siya. Oo. So yung haga haga hack tree, ano po siya? Ano siya, uh, native tree and uh, isa siya sa mga pinakamalalaking puno natin. Is that so, what you recommend kaya? Y- yung pay mangga nang i-recommend yung haga hack. Yes, uh, we recommend uh, the haga hack tree. Ano? Um uh, although in uh, in terms of forest restoration, may mga ano yan eh, may mga levels yan eh. Uh, for for example, doon sa isang dating forested area pero ngayon ay grassland na we primarily plant the pioneers pioneer species ibig sabihin yung mga species na kahit yung medyo ano tolerant siya sa, sa sunlight diba? uh, may, na pwede siyang in the long run pwede siyang magbigay ng shade o pwede niyang inners yung iba pang native trees na nagre-require naman nagre-require naman ng mas maraming shade na mas tumataas naman yung ibang puno tulad, tulad ng mga hagakak na mas ito yung talaga yung pinakamatataas na puno na ano ano yung tree na puno na yun yung sinasabi mong parang uh, ano yun mo finer like yung uh, yung batino batino tree uh, and we also use yung ating pambansang puno as yung nara very ano siya uh, tolerant siya sa sa sun sa areas na medyo tuyong tuyo Uh, actually, marami. May takip asin, may alim. Uh, these are finer species na kahit, kahit hindi mo diligin, ganun naman talaga sa forest, di ba? Pag nagtanim ka ng puno, like for Haribon, we plant during the rainy season. So, if we plant 1,250 seedlings per hectare, ay hindi naman yan kayang diligin mano-mano ng community partners natin. So, yung, yung sa, sa ulan lang talaga umaasa yung mga seedlings na yan para mabuhay. So yung pinakaunang so kung mag kung magkakaroon ng tree planting uh, activity, ang re-recommend niyo talaga yung mga pioneer trees. Most of them are pioneer trees, pero of course tulad ng nasabi ko kanina, we survey for the mother trees na adjacent doon sa open area. Ah, Ngayon kung mabubuhay naman siya at kita namin maraming seedlings doon, well definitely mabubuhay siya doon sa katabing lupa niya katabing na i-restore. Oo. Cool. May, may 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 isa pang video yata about the hagak hack tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can actually share. Yes. Sige. Para alam ng mga tao ano yung hagak hack tree. Ako rin kasi hindi ko alam. Mga natatanging yaman ng Pilipinas, ating alamin at pagyamanin sa Tuklas Kalikasan. So ito yung puno ng hagak hack tree. Ito yung kinoconsider na family ng trees na may pinakamataas na height. Ito na yung tinatawag nating wildlings. Itong species dito, seeds from mother trees na nag-germinate siya naturally.
galing 80 meters. Ginagawa ba siyang ano? Ginagawa rin siyang uh, furniture? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yan yung maiinit sa mata ng mga illegal loggers. Kasi sobrang laki niya. Straight bowl. Yung, straight yung trunk talaga niya. Uh, kaya yan yung, yan yung ano, pag sa mga areas na maraming illegal loggers, yan yung mga unang-unang nauubos. So, actually, in, in the past, kaya maraming uh, sirang kagubatan sa atin. Kasi marami sa ating mga kagubatan ay uh, kapamilya na hagag-hactory na talagang uh, straight bowl talaga yung mga puno na ito. How long does uh, hagag-hack grow in terms of height, uh, in, ter- in terms of full maturity? Ilang um, years? Ilang years? Uh, it would, siguro mag-ano siya, mag, uh, magpa, magiging mature na siya, magpa-flower na siya siguro about, uh, from my estimate, mga... Uh, 20 years or more, 20 to 30 years. Grabe, totoo nga sinabi nila, ano, na you have to be, kailangan kung gusto mag-plant ng tree, mag-plant ka na yesterday. <laughs> Kasi nga, it takes decades for them to, to for you, if you want to see them na yung pinalant mo na tree na buhay pa ba, kailangan, Uh-oh. kailangan, kahapon mo pa pinalant. Kasi ba, ah, mamaya, hindi <laughs> mo naman siya makita na malakas na And the problem is, yung iba sa mga native trees natin, hindi naman annually nag, uh, nag, nagbe-burn ng fruit. So pag minsan, uh, after two or three years, so matagal siya bago maparami yung mga ganitong klaseng puno. Um, Diyan papasok pa rin yung kahalagahan ng wildlife natin kasi may mga puno talaga na, di ba, kahit hindi mo kunin yung buto niya, once kinain ng mga ibon, pinupo niya sa isang lugar, definitely tutubo yan. Hmm. Tama yan. And uh, yung may mga wildlife species tayo na nagsispecialize sa mga certain species lang din na mga puno. Na yun lang din yung mga kinakain nila tulad ng mga tulad ng mga corbids and yung other other birds na fruit eating na mga birds. no So mas gusto nila yung mga uh, yun, yung mga malalaking frutas din. Tapos uh, yung mga specific na mga ibon na yun mga specific din na mga puno yung mga kinakain nila. So may mga may mga ganyang ano mga instances na. So sila lang din yung mga nag nagtatanim uh, sa kagubatan. So naturally yun. So kahit hindi na tayo magtanim kung kumadami yung biodiversity or bagaday yung situation nila sa gubat, hindi mo na kailangan magtanim pa. Andiyan na yung mga wildlife natin. Oh, parang ano yan eh, parang uh, more efficient way of planting trees. Let the wildlife hmm. do it. Parang ganun. Yeah. Hmm. Pero because of the way na nangyayari ngayon, namamatay yung wildlife, walang, walang, walang natural farmers hmm. ng mga puno. No? Uh, no, both ways yun. Both ang habitat nila and sila mismo na uubos. Correct, 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 correct. Hmm. Like, okay, let's now discuss like how if I were, and na-build up na sa akin yung, ano, na-build up na sa akin yung awareness. And, like, if I want to get involved uh, in how, how do we get involved with, um, or how can we be part of this advocacy? Yeah, uh, well, we really encourage everyone to be to be involved in uh, forest restoration. Nga, yung nabanggit natin kanina, yung Forest for Life movement. Uh, since it's a movement that really advocates uh, the planting of our native trees. And uh, through the Forest for Life movement, we have the Adopt a Seedling program na pinakita na rin kanina. Kasi once you adopt a seedling, uh, sinusuportahan nyo na rin yung livelihood ng aming mga community partners. So, in the span of in the span of three years, pag nag-adapt kayo ng seedling, you support 
the production of seedlings, uh, the maintenance of the seedlings after planting, and we also provide livelihood funds, uh, livelihood opportunities sa ating mga community partners. Uh, in this way, we, we lessen the poverty in, in these areas kasi one of the causes of forest degradation, yung pagkaubos ng forest natin ay kumbaga, kung titignan mo sa dulot na rin ng kahirapan yan eh, kung ba, no choice na rin yung mga kababayan natin. They are really looking for uh, alternative sources of income. So, yes, with, yeah, this, yeah. with this Forest for Life movement, we really provide livelihood to our forest-dependent community. Magkano po pagano? If you want to support, how much do you, uh, what is the amount that these people can support the movement? Yeah, uh, our, our Adapt a Seedling uh, costs uh, 312 per seedling. So, if you, if you donate one seedling, tulad ng nabanggit ko kanina, so three years muna kayong, three years na kayong magbibigay ng livelihood uh, uh, incentive doon sa ating community partners. So, the more donations, the more livelihood po yung ating magbibigay and the more forest po yung ating uh, marirestore the more conservation activities po yung magagawa po ng Haribon. Kasi kinukumpit ko, that's around 600 million, million trees na kailangan i-plant be mm-hmm. able to reach the 40%. Tama ba ko? Yes, 600 yes. Million. 600 yes. million trees. And in, yes. Uh, in restoring our forests, syempre, hindi naman natin magagawa yan kung wala tayong mechanism on uh, having funds, di ba? Uh, like yung providing... Uh, income to our community partners. Kailangan nila eh. So, uh, mahirap naman yung magpa-plant sila, tapos yung may iwan nila sa bahay, wala namang uh, walang, eh, alam yun, walang, yeah, yeah, walang yeah, yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, may ano siya, may, may parang where, kung aning kaya, aning kaya ng tao, dun sila pa yung sumuporta. Yes, yes, of course. Tsaka, pwede ka maging, pwede part ng, pwede company na organization can actually support yes. it as well. Yes. Oh. Pwede rin naman as, as volunteer, di ba? As volunteer. Uh, as volunteer. So, ang mga, ang mga ways is actually they can donate money yes. to the foundation. And then mm-hmm. second is they can actually be volunteer uh, the foundation. Yes, ano pa yes. yung ba? Ano pa ba yung pwede? Actually, yung, yung volunteer activities natin, Yun yung, yun yung problem with this uh, pandemic period natin ngayon. No? So medyo, medyo na-lessen yung ating ilang uh, volunteer activities. Like for our tree planting, as of, as of now, uh, yeah. since social gathering is not permitted because of COVID-19, but uh, rest assured na yung mga puno-puno nyo na i-donate ay matatanim naman po uh, through our community partners na sila po talaga with Haribon uh, we 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 really document the activities and we in to our uh, corporate partners we really give uh, uh, regular monitoring reports documentation on how their trees were planted and for the span of three years dire-diretso po yun Ang yung if there's if you're gonna be for if ako taga Manila ano yung pinakamalapit na place na pwede naming tulungan ay pinakamalapit na lugar na kunyari gusto mag-volunteer mag-plant ng tree saan po dito malapit sa Metro Manila na pwede uh, in, in Tanay Rizal after Antipolo meron kaming planting site yan hindi uh, ba ano madalas ba pinupuntahan ng mga tao yun hindi yes masyado? oh Marami, marami na punta. Oh, malaki pa rin yung kulang pa rin yung pagpa-plant pa rin doon. Oh, may, may, may so, sobra, sobrang kulang pa rin yung mga puno doon. Kasi kung makikita mo, 
halos grassland yon pero dating mga forest yon in early 1900s and if you are from the the south naman we have the in mountains Banahaw, San Cristobal may, may planting site kami dyan. and then uh, in Quezon naman in Real Quezon we also have one one restoration site so Real uh, Tanay and San Cristobal in yes in nearby Laguna, Laguna. Laguna, Laguna. Oh, yun, yun, guys. So, I mean, if, uh, if people are going to be watching this again, at least also for us experience, we look at these in note down. And these are that pag Manila ka, at least may, may alam ito na yung mga lugar na pwede mong uh, pwede mong tulungan. Pero since pandemic pa naman, hindi pa masyadong hindi pa masyadong pwedeng lumabas ay hindi pa pwedeng magkaroon ng social gathering. How can they vol- eh, ha, the own so hindi pa din mag-volunteer. Ang option lang talaga nila is to donate. Ganun yes. na. Yes, donate. And uh, during this pandemic period, uh, nagbibigay kami ng mga webinar. We have webinar series related to the environment na kumbaga tulad ng nabanggit ko kanina, education really matters, di ba? Matters. Uh, uh, so yun, yun muna yung focus namin for now. But uh, we are hoping na sana nga matapos na itong pandemic nito so we can go back to our usual work of uh, bringing many volunteers as we can oh. para ano, yun ang nakakamiss eh. Ako naisip ko lang kasi matagal pa maabot yung, nasa 24% tayo so matagal pa yung maabot yung 40% so kailangan talaga matapos na ito para masimulan na yung 40% na yun. Yes, yes. May ano ba? May minensyo kasi sa akin si Leah about Rico Rico Project in Infanta. Rico, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yun naman yung ano namin, yung, uh, well, mangrove areas are also forest, di ba? Forest. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So, yun yung isang project na sinuportahan ng, ng Rico, wherein uh, we have different phases. We have planted uh, more than uh, uh, around 11,000 uh, mangrove free species doon sa Infanta Quezon naman yon. So, until now, we are maintaining the trees uh, that we have planted we, uh, with, the, with the assistance of the local local partner, the LGU and the DNR. So, kumbaga, masarap din mag, magtanim sa, sa mangrove areas kasi kakaiba. Hindi, hindi katulad sa terrestrial, di ba, na aakit ka dito, kailangan mong uh, uh, lumusong, sa... lumusong sa putikan or <laughs> you have to be aware kung high tide ba o low tide. So, iba, iba rin klase yung mga puno yung makikita mo doon. Mas madaming adventure pala yata pag mangrove. Medyo, oo, iba. Iba, <laughs> iba klase rin. Kasi, ano yun, pwede natin makita yun kasi I think there's a video that you wanted to share as well uh, for the Rico project and this is the mangrove. Yes. Ayan. So, we have the project restoration of mangrove forest in Panta Quezon. The project has three phases. In each phase, we are making a book, yes, sir. No, mangrove forests, and uh, for each hectare, um, we are planting 3,500 seedlings. Part of the project is to establish the mangrove nursery to, to produce uh, the required number of seedlings. In each phase, we are giving positive building to our partner communities. 
the event, the training for the children, uh, in order for them to understand uh, the importance of mangrove and the environment in general. We have also given uh, livelihood training, like bagong making. Uh, bagong is a uh, fish paste or fish sauce making. This uh, group, the POs, are the one in the front line of this undertaking. So, again, thank you very much for this very uh, rare opportunity. Kami po ay may buong puso nagpapasalamat doon sa, sa mga tulong po nilang sa walang sa suporta po nila sa aming samahan at binigyan po nila kami ng, ng magandang project at kami po sana po ay kami ay higit pa nilang matulungan at sana po ay sila mag-isawa kung sumuporta sa amin dahil kami naman po at ang aming mga membro ay pagbubutihin po namin para po sa gagaganda ng aming mga Uh, para po sa samahan namin, nakikita po namin yung aming pagkakaisa. Dito sa project naman po na ito, dagdag biyaya po para sa aming mga pamilya. Para po makatulong sa amin. Kahit po kami nahihirapan ay kami po naman ay masayang gumagawang magkakasama. Uh, in behalf of the Haribon Foundation, we would like to express our thanks to Rico Corporation for providing this assistance to Maralitang Mangingisda ng Muntik Saba here in Barangay Dinahikan. This is a good start of bringing back or restoring the mangrove to combat climate change and to bring back again the biodiversity and this ecosystem. Uh, I would like to thank Rico Corporation BirdLife uh, for providing the, the community here, Maralitang Mangis Danamunting Sabang Association, uh, in partnership of course with the local government of Infanta and the Barangay Dinahikan. This project uh, would, be, would lead the community to understand more Uh, the importance of protecting the, the mangrove areas, the ecosystem, and uh, the importance of a long-term solution for the different environmental uh, problems. Alam nyo may narealize ako sa watching this video. Parang napansin ko lang sa mga videos na like, usually mga environmental, ano, parang hindi siya sikat sa mga ano, mga hindi siya masyadong sikat sa mga uh, how I don't know how we would call them but I think mamang sabi natin tawagin natin silang influencers <laughs> kasi inisip ko parang the best way to the best way to really share and then for people to know and create an awareness is to have uh, parang ambassadors who actually constantly constantly actually talk or you know share these kind of things iyon na naisip ko lang after watching that parang pini ko kalahang talaga ng may may mga ala talaga yung mga mga brand ambassadors for 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 who's gonna help kasi madalas na kita ko puro mga K-pop puro mga <laughs> puro mga skin skincare mga ganyan yung ala very little I haven't really seen anyone who really is very uh, I think part part of their advocacy is just to talk about the and then doing things no, hindi lang talk about it but actually 
being part of the whole thing. May something to think about lang. I'm just na nag-occur lang sa utak ko ngayon kanina. Pero yung kanina, yung sa Rico Foundation, how much did it cost for the Rico Rico uh, the Rico company to actually support that mangrove? How much did they actually donate to create that whole program or that project? Um for that project, I think um almost um almost a million per per phase is being uh uh being given to implement the project um so un- until now we are since 2014 siya nagsimula until now we are we are maintaining the trees with the help nice. of the local government unit lahat ng partners po natin natin doon ay nagtutulong-tulong i remember kasi one of my friends who works in the um uh, parang environment uh, i think energy energy uh, related industry and then they said like part ng EU yata or other organization or yeah, I don't know, I'm sure kung EU or so, like, parang they have points, uh, ano tawag doon? Grade, grade ba yung tawag doon? Yung parang you have to plant kasi equivalent siya to a certain proper carbon emission, lessening the carbon emission mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Parang, ganun rin ba yung sa, kasi sabi niya, parang kailangan doon mag-plant ka na, kailangan tumulong ka sa mag-plant na kasi it's equivalent points daw yun, parang ganun. Tama ba ako? Hindi, I'm not sure kung tama ba sinasabi ko pero may bibig ako something similar to that. Yeah, kung siguro yung yung carb, carbon credit siguro yung carbon uh, credit that's exactly yeah, carbon yeah, credit. Uh-oh. Well, actually yung kasi yung isang uh, isang puno kasi uh, it has the ability to sequester carbon. Ah, uh, syempre pag uh, na-sequester na yung carbon, carbon dioxide, uh, the better kasi hindi siya matatrap sa atmosphere that would cause syempre yung yung ating tinatawag na global warming, climate change. And uh, I think yung isang puno has an average of uh, I think 22 kilograms uh, that, that it can sequester in its life lifespan. Ang isang puno ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the more the more trees talaga uh, the better kasi yun yung long term solutions natin sa tinatawag natin na climate change. Oh cool. Ilang 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 I think hindi kasi ano ba siya hindi ba siya considered sa being part of Haribon Foundation can we also be doing that uh, carbon credits do well, they, they get carbon credits as well um well actually most of the projects naman we can uh, always relate that to ano eh uh, but in in selling carbon i think wala pa dito sa atin sa Pilipinas wala pa sa Pilipinas wala pa wala pa Uh, oh, kasi but, alam ko madami yatang company, uh, madami yatang organizations in, uh, uh, outside of the Philippines who parang wants to fund just because they yeah. want to earn the carbon credits. Yata. But but of course, halos lahat ng NGOs na yun ay in that direction of quantifying the carbon. Okay. Uh, and, and most of the funds that uh, most of the funds are directed to uh, conservation. And one factor yon yung to quantify the carbon and plant more trees to to combat climate change parin yung parin talaga. Actually, dito on excited. I think this is a this is a the, 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 what you guys are doing, uh, Sir Tadi, Sir David, is that very concrete yung output. But you, when you do something, you can actually see the. Parang you can you can see the you will see the results. Because planting a tree, mm-hmm. you actually see something. Yeah, yeah. Parang, although nga lang hindi mo makita over time but at least you did something na very positive kagad na may impact and I think yung kung kumbaga sa actually di ba mash pad parang ano parang internet lang yan parang yung ability natin to stay on attention span 
may may satisfaction ka agad yung tao. <laughs> Iniinisip ko lang as a as a as a um as people who grew up during the internet days. Uh, para mas gusto nila mabilis. So I think this is one way rin to get them oh nakapagtulong sila. But of course, constant training education and yes. awareness campaign. So yun ang mga yes. yun ang mga bagay-bagay na kailangan talaga i i add. I'm very happy. I think super happy that I, you know, to be more than anything else, okay, madaming natutunan in just this conversation than prior to this uh, live stream. Mas madami ako na up ng, ang uh, pinaka natutunan ko sa so key takeaway ko here is the, the 40%. I think really that struck, that stuck to my head. Parang, yeah. that, that's 600 million trees. Is that even possible to plant 600 million trees? I mean, if we don't do that, kasi nga, di ba, constantly bumaba siya per percentage. Mm. So if we don't do anything at this point, then oh, wala pa tayo, baka in the next 10 years, deads na tayo or mahirap na tayo, problema na tayo. That's so scary. Kung COVID, mas nakaka- kung COVID nakakatakot, I think I would find that scarier kasi that's like affects many, many things. Like, yeah. But of course, we can only do so much, no? Ang laking bagay pa rin pag andyan yung uh, suporta ng government natin. Diba? Andyan talaga. So, of course, yung NGOs like Haribon also supports the government initiatives in uh, environmental protection. So, both ways yun. Uh, in our restoration activities, for, for example, hindi naman namin kayang in the span of 10 years, so supportahan namin yun, no? So, after 3 to 5 years, uh, what we do is we we turn over the, the restoration sites sa ating LGUs, sa ating government for them to provide funds naman after our intervention. So, ganun yung ginagawa ng mga NGOs. Oh, nice. So, we don't have um, much time, but if you guys, I would like to uh, ask both of you if you have um, something that you want to share, a message to, to people who are going to be watching and we're going to be watching this again. Um, so that people, you know, I don't know, like, what can they do? 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 What can sa bahay lang no so uh, but still uh, uh isa sa mga pwede nating gawin talaga in, in order to uh, protect the environment is get to know kung anong nasa nasa palibot na natin kasi get to know your wildlife kasi kahit, kahit nasa urban areas tayo sobrang dami din ng mga wildlife eh. so hindi mo mapoprotektahan yung mga bagay na hindi mo kilala uh, so uh kahit lang dito sa kanina sa amin. Daming ibon sa labas. Hindi ko naman kilala kung anong klaseng ibon yun. Pumaya lang lahat yung kilala mo. So, uh, I mean, ang Pilipinas is a mega diverse country. No? So, uh, that's why na dapat maging proud tayo. Kilalaan natin yung anong meron tayo. Kasi once na makilala natin yung yung anong meron tayo, mas mapoprotection na natin sila. And of course, uh, uh, pwede natin i-monitor yan, pwede natin i-puna ng picture, ipilala din natin sa ibang tao. Parang yun na yun yung, yun yung pinaka-basic natin na pwede gawin. No? So, uh, sort of, ano na yun eh, uh, awareness raising na yun. Nakilala mo siya, sinare mo sa ibang mong kasama. Doon ang nagsistart. So, parang very simple way na, na makastart tayo. Kasi, uh, hindi naman 
hindi ko naman kayo lahat pwedeng isama sa bundok para mag-survey. So, <laughs> parang ganun. So, halos kahit yung ganyan, ganyan na lang. Actually, madaming, madami tayong pwedeng, ano, mag, pwedeng gawin sa, kahit sa ibo naman lang, sa mga, ano, ng hayop na sa palibot natin. Alam just mo, get to know, ko, just get to know one. Napansin ko, Sir yes. David, wala nang, wala nang ano dito. Like, I haven't seen a bat sa Metro Manila. I think that's one of the, ngayon ko na-realize na wala palang bats or hindi ko na napapansin yung mga bats. Right? Unlike like a few years back, madami akong napapansin pa na pag, mabot na usually mm. pag dusk, di ba? Naglalabas yeah, yeah. na yan. Pero ngayon mm. wala akong napapansin. Ibig sabihin, wala, ibig sabihin, ganun na, ganun na ka-urbanize. Oo, oh, medyo, and uh, ano din, magsasabi din yan ng current situation ng ating environment <laughs> kasi yung mga bats natin, mga fruit eaters din yan, mga insect eaters. So, ibig sabihin, baka wala na yung mga pagkain nila dyan sa area. So, that's why na nawawala din sila. Just like sa ating environment na sa bundok. So, kung nawawala na yung pagkain nila sa kabundukan, so, mawawala na lang din sila. So, tama. Parang, tama yun. Gets you. Shocks na ha. Ang dami pa na. So much things to do. And so little time. Right. <laughs> Ayan, Sir sir Nadi, kayo po. Ano po yung gusto yeah. Um, I think all of us needs fresh air. Lahat naman, tayo umi- lahat naman tayo umiinom ng tubig, no? So lahat tayo ay kailangan may gawin. Kailangan mag-contribute in, uh, in some ways to restore our forest. So, and in restoring our forest, hindi lang talaga basta makapagtanim lang ng kahit anong puno. Dapat yung appropriate variety of trees yung itatanim natin and uh, in that way uh, we contribute in uh, having sufficient uh, ecosystem services na tulad na binabanggit ko kanina no and uh, since ngayong pandemic di ba usong-uso yung mga plantito plantita why not plant trees trees para mas yung impact niya mas maganda yung impact niya and uh, please support our forest for life movement no donate seedlings uh, and uh, We will inform everyone kapag uh, open na ulit yung ating volunteer activities sa public. Uh, just visit our website, uh, www.ataribon.org.ph. Yun! Super thank you! As in, uh, ako, I'm very, very happy that we had you guys. I've more than, the, I think the, the Experience Philippines team is more happy because we learned so much from this, uh, like, in this short conversation, Uh, ng, ang dami ko lang na dami ko mga keys, two to three key takeaways talaga that what we can actually do even though we're actually here and at the same time nais ko na talagang school mindset ko kasi is really more on how to promote it kaya naisip ko ba wala nga ba mga influencers na nagsasabi ng mga ganito about yung mga parang walang masyado ako narinig that people talk parang isip ko boring ba kasi ba yung topic or hindi nila type yung ganitong topic na pag-uusapan <laughs> Ganda kaya umakit ng bundok at pag mag-vlog kaya doon. Pero baka lang, so ulo sa kanya. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yun. So if you guys want to follow um, uh, like us, we, we, we love to support Haribon. So if you guys want to um, check out Haribon and know more about Haribon, you can actually now check it out in their website. So it actually we put it in the uh, description there. And then if you guys, please, if you guys want to follow them also in um, their Facebook and Instagram, Yeah, and so you can go to Facebook, go Haribon. Um, do you guys have Instagram naman, no? Sure. Tama ba, no? Oh, yeah, so it's the same. I suppose same. Go Haribon rin yung, yung handle, no? So, yeah, and so um, thank you so much, sir. 
Daddy, thank you so much, Sir David, for really um, spending time this evening with us and then sharing your um, expertise and your stories and especially how important our role in preserving our environment, not just now, but for the for the future generations, which you always hear, no future generation. But ngayon, ngayon ko na siguro na isip na, oh nga, no, <laughs> baka mo pagpinanganak pag sila sa mga 30, 40 years, ba, oh, desert na yung Pilipinas, hindi, hindi. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I think it's a very it's a it's an important time now, especially during this pandemic, to actually start considering it. But yeah, I hope okay na lahat, we can actually help, uh, especially for people in Manila, to do volunteer work. So Tanay, um, San Cristobal, pwede pa sa Infanta, atawabap Infanta. Yeah, and Real Real Quezon. Real Quezon. Ano pa isa, sir? May isa pa, di ba? Tanay, uh, Mountains, Banahaw, San Cristobal, uh, Tanay and, Rizal, and Real Quezon. Yun, Real Quezon. So, yan. So, tatlo na yan. So, if you're close to Manila, once it's done, we'll find out and we'll share it in the community so that people will get to know about it. So, yan. So, thank you so much, sirs. Maraming maraming salamat. Uh, sa mga nanood at sa mga nanonood, please do follow us uh, if you guys want to know more about what we do and all our advocacies. In fact, madami ako nakuhang Madami ako nakuha ay mga Digino Fun Facts sa conversation na ito na isasama ko sa aking uh, Digino Fun Facts na promotions every every day. No? So, uh, tatanin ko lang si Sir Taddy at si Sir David yan. So, please follow us at um at our Facebook group, uh, The Experience Philippines. So, yan. So, para kung gusto nyo malaman yung mga mga things that we're currently doing. And of course, we just recently opened our um, support groups uh, for for fans only, for fans only. But we do have actually a subscription for fans, so you can actually also subscribe to our uh, Facebook page. So yeah, and so maraming maraming salamat, sirs. Super, thank you. Salamat <laughs> din. Salamat, salamat din. din. Thank you. Ang gusto namin hope we can actually work something out together, and then we can actually do an activity together. Yeah, um, yeah. Planting activity together, sure. especially ngayon natat na yung mga tao gusto na mag-travel. Oh, <laughs> so, yan. Okay. So, sabi nga, si, so, syempre si Lian nag-comment rin. No? <laughs> Very informative show. Thanks, Sir Taddy and Sir David. May mga nagtanong nga, si David nga, isang David nga, kulang na kulang effort yata to protect from illegal loggers. Parang kailangan lang, kulang lang law enforcement. Dahil mga, <laughs> dahil mga, uh, ito po nga sabi pa. Ay, may nag-message si Sir. Erina. Hello, Kuya Tati. Si Ina. Si Ina. Oh, si Ina. Sobrang uh, magkakakilala talaga kayo, no? Si Ina talaga. Kulit <laughs> <laughs> dyan, guys. Okay. Kausap namin siya lang time sa, sa Dugong. Tama ba sa Dugong? Mm, mm, sa Dugong. Yeah. In fact, we're gonna be doing like, a program with Sir Ray nga with them. Eh. Papa, yung mga gusto pumunta ng Palawan to have volunteers. Well, pag, ano, rin, pag okay na rin. Mga July or August daw. Sabi na pag July August, pag okay na daw. So yun. So maraming salamat mga sirs. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Um, yeah, and so guys, uh, one of the key important things is really to help uh, to help our environment is really one, one step is actually to protect our wildlife and restore our forest. So the small things, kung pagiging plantito-plantito nyo, may mga effects pala yan. <laughs> <laughs> ako talaga ako, pwede sa plantito-plantito, mamatay lagi yung mga halaman sa akin. So baka at least pwede pa mabuhay sa akin. <laughs> <laughs> so yun, maraming po salamat sir. Have a good night and thank you so thank much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sir, may picture pa tayo. Tapos. Picture, picture.